Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the We Don't Wanna Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Scott, and joining me as always, he is really going to town on that chicken with that fork and knife. It is Zachary Attackery, and we are also joined, before I let you speak, Zach, by special guest, our boy Chaz. What is up, Chazzy boy? I can't do that very well. I am doing fantastic, guys. Thanks for having me. It's more of a... Wow, ouch. Just Well, that, shots, that'll do it for Chaz this evening. You guys have a good one. fired at Chaz so early. Uh, we are here. We are back. We are talking House of Dragon. I think House we are of Dragon, all, huh? House of Dragon. Uh, I'm so hype I can't even say the full title. Are we... Is Why this use many word when little word do trick? Exactly. <laughs> Is it fair to say we're all pretty pretty hype right now? I am rock solid, my guy. <laughs> so, the reason Chazzy Boy is joining us this fine evening is, like, the second we all finished watching the episode tonight, uh, Chaz texted and was like, Someone's gotta talk to me about this fucking episode! <laughs> we have to fucking talk about this! So, I was like... Hey, jump on the pod with us, and we'll we'll chat about it because that's what we do. So that definitely happened, and uh, I, I was just telling Zach, and I know we we're trying to save it for the pod, but uh, this episode has beat out so many even Game of Thrones episodes for me. Uh, I could not be harder. I mean, more hype uh, about this episode. True. I, I can't attest. So good. We were on Facetime. I can't attest. Um. Yeah, man. Oh just to just to start it off, I everyone everyone who watched last week knows I was a little down on last week's episode. Didn't think it was great, and this like all fears dispelled and assuaged. Like all this episode had me entertained <sighs> and like fucking on the edge of my seat and intrigued yes. throughout the entire thing. It was fantastic. It was unbelievable. Yes. Agreed. And I know I, I feel like I'm the one that always tends to bring up the, the sound and the music, but like True. constantly this episode was just littered with beautiful scoring. Yes. I, uh, I, admit, I was trying was to make so more good. note of it this week. The, <laughs> oh the, the soundtrack God. this week, all the songs were incredible. There was yes. like some really good like choral like choir type like arrangements mm-hmm. like throughout. Man, it was good. I don't think choral is how you say that. I'm pretty sure I it think, is. Yeah, I think choral is like a a, a flower in the ocean, my guy. <laughs> I don't think it's a flower. <laughs> I don't think it's all. a flower, buddy. But no, it's foliage, definitely you know? foliage. Your face is foliage. No, choral like a choral arrangement. That's definitely. Whoa, what the Aren't hell? you the music guy? What? What happened? Yeah, something with the video. Yeah, oh, something no. flashed. We saw. Do you have like a one piece wallpaper? No, 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 no. I do have a one piece wallpaper, of course. Oh yeah, we Why just saw your desktop. Fl- oh, Make sick. sure all your porn is closed. Even Scott's <laughs> desktop always... is like, man, that was a really stupid Coral, thing to say. Composed for or sung by a choir or chorus. Oh, look who's the music guy now, Zacky boy, hey. you little bitch boy. Cheers, my guy. I fucking hate you. Uh, anyway. Yeah, man. The sound was beautiful this episode. It was, uh, it had me on the edge of my seat. <laughs> like, from the fucking, probably like 35 to 40 minute mark, I was sitting on the edge of the sofa. Yeah. It was, it was constant tension mm-hmm. in my pants, too. Uh, it was just like, there were so many directions that I was like, I don't know where this is going to go. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I was so entertained by it, man. Yeah. Had major red wedding vibes for sure. With, with the amount of tension, not yeah. necessarily just that it was a wedding. Right. But sure. the amount of tension and, and to Zach's point, the music and all that, you're like, Oh shit, this is, I can, Oh, this is serious. I hadn't thought of that, but I can see what you're saying with like, where like the crowd starts pressing and it's like, you know, they, it shows a lot of shots of, like, Viserys and, like, the head table, and they're, like, looking, and they don't know what's happening, and it's just, like, a similar 
not the same instances or like what's happening, but just like a similar vibe of just like confusion and unease was was yes. definitely happening there yes. at the end. So I, but I, we don't want to spend this entire time talking about the last kind of <laughs> scene here. Right. Let's uh let's walk through a couple of uh I mean anything that comes to the top of our head. If you have notes, great. If you don't, you guys know how we do it here. Uh, I I think. I think the the first thing I would like to start off by saying mm-hmm. is I am constantly scratching my head and and like sitting at the edge of my seat with anticipation watching Damon. I I don't understand like I don't know who he is and what he's going to do and it, he's a loose cannon and I and I love it. I yeah. Yeah. have been up and down on Damon but yeah, you have. <laughs> not in that way. I wish Matt Smith. No, very attractive no, 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 human no, no, no. He's pushing rope, my guy. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. He would have to be up and down on me. I'm um, fine with. I'm fine with. Wait, is it the other way around? <laughs> I'm fine uh, with receiving I'm some s- rope. <laughs> you get, get a little lasso going True. over here. <laughs> Listen, uh, man. I don't. I I uh, have not been down on Damon. Although you know, wouldn't take much. Uh, I am. You have super... gone down on Damon. I am super high on Damon, and I have been since uh, since the first episode. I, I get why yeah. that might not suit everyone, and that might not sure. be everyone's take on Damon. You know, but I've that's been actually, high on Damon. Uh, you know, sorry, and I'm sorry, Scott. I know that you you please don't forget what you wanted to. What, <laughs> I was to say, literally but, in the middle of something, but it's fine. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But but hold on, this is this is actually kind of to to our audience and to oh, anybody sure. who knew who might be uh, uh, finding us. Uh, Scott and I have been riding the the girthy dick of King Viserys because we love him. My fucking and and the masses of House of the Dragons fans are obsessed with Damon, and I feel Damon. like maybe Scott and I have not given him the love that he deserves. Uh, and Chaz is on the show now, so Chaz, you can continue to lube up and stroke that dick. Uh, I love Damon, or I am enjoying Damon quite a bit. <laughs> uh, but Chaz is has been in his corner since episode one. Uh, has been constantly like, yo, this is my guy. Uh, so just giving credit where it's due. Uh, you're not a Fairweather fan. Chaz has been all about Damon. If you would have allowed me to finish, what I was going to say was, oh. <laughs> Grey Clips Damon, since he has come back with his fancy <laughs> new haircut. Supercuts. Uh, Supercuts, my guy. Supercuts Damon. Uh, I am on board for. Also, Supercuts Damon is a fucking <laughs> savage. Throughout this entire goddamn episode, like literally from the first scene he's in, uh, where I was just like, damn, dude, that's brutal, that's brutal, my dude, like, what, what the hell? And then up until his scene, like, where he's brutal with his words to that other dipshit whose name I can't remember, um, Supercuts Damon goes hard, he doesn't give a fuck, and I guess Damon never gave a fuck, but- There's just something about, in this episode specifically, like, it jumped out even more of, like, yo, my dude is, like, through playing around. He is. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. in the paint. And, like, there was, so I had a thought during this episode, and I was like, I feel like it is maybe a little strange to me that Damon made the trip to the Vale to kill his wife himself. Like, somebody in his position, you would think that, like, it would just be easier to, like, have a hired hand. That's not uh, Damon's that. style, though. Yeah, and, and I, like, I kind of, like, I argued with myself, I think, like, about this. And, and yeah, I was like, that just wouldn't be a very Damon yeah. move. Uh, also, that's and, probably yeah. why he was all cloaked up. Because uh, sure. he was, I'm sure, there incognito, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy didn't make any mention of, like, I know you were in the veil around the same time she died, so... I'm sure this was done, you know, in secret. Obviously, I want to go on record as saying I don't really advocate for violence against women, but uh, man, that bitch had that coming. (laughs) I don't know. I no, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. She seemed fine. Like, I mean, yeah, she was an asshole to him, but he was everything he's done is like a hundred percent that he deserves it. So. 
Yeah, no, I mean, he he has not shown her any love since episode one, so you're probably right, but... Uh, I don't think man, he showed the, her any love in episode one. I think one. he means from the beginning. Oh, did I say that backwards? I mean, you Scott meant what I knew. Um, exactly. She, he's definitely not shown her any love since that early on in the series, so probably wait, not. Wait, have we seen her? Blows. No, this is the first time we've the seen constant her. references he's, he's to talked about her bronze bitch story. and things like that. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, super brutal. Okay, so I want. I really want to talk about this. I I can't remember if we said it on the pod or not, Scott, but. Last week, I I had this like feeling, and uh, I I want to clarify. There there are probably many of you guys watching who who have read Fire and Blood, and all of you consistent listeners, you know this. If you're new here, we haven't read Fire and Blood, and so um, one of the things that I was just kind of feeling is that like Alicent has been such a bystander. And um, so innocent and borderline, like, naive. And I, I really felt like with Otto getting canned as the hand, we were going to start to see a little bit more uh, of, like, I don't know that I would necessarily say a heel turn, but sure, we a were going to start, start seeing some friction from her. Yes. And, um, man, this scene with Otto and Alicent when Otto is leaving the Red Keep is fantastic. Very dude. good. Yeah. Oh, my I think, God. I think we have, it hasn't been a consistent thing, but I think we, there were a couple scenes where we weren't like terribly fond of her acting performance, but I thought yeah. she was fantastic. She was incredible. This yes. Entire episode. Uh, yes. And this, this scene in particular, it's, it's tough because my my main thought after this has happened, it was like I wanted to like sympathize with Otto because he was like you know like he's telling her these hard truths about like listen this is what's gonna happen. Renair will have to like basically kill your children because they are threats to her rule. Blah blah blah. But then my mindset flipped where it's like, well, this is ultra shitty because you're the one that put her in this position, dude. Yeah. It, it seemed yeah. like this like tender moment like where he's, like, trying to, like, look out for her and, you know, have her, yeah. uh, like, well-being you know, I mean, in it's... mind. But then it was, like, she even says something along the lines of, like, your relentless pursuit for, yes. like, the throne type situation. And I'm like, yeah, dude, you put her in this difficult position where definitely. she now has to choose. I, I definitely, I feel like in this scene we might see a little remorse from Otto. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, and I don't think that he is necessarily going back on like his aspirations and sure. and what he has been trying to accomplish for his house but i i think that maybe he's just kind of getting a little bit of a gut check like he's not going to be there to protect them or to protect her and and Aegon. um right. but he he is feeling like i am having to leave this in her hands and i'm leaving my daughter in a really shitty position yeah um so it's a i think it's a fantastic scene he tells her you know this to be true, but you choose not to see it. And she starts to cry. And unlike how I felt in, I believe it was last episode, she sold this scene. She, I was bought into this. Yeah. Um, she did a fantastic job. Yeah, leading up to this episode, I wasn't bought in, and, and I couldn't figure out if it was the acting, the writing, like what part of Alicent wasn't I bought in. Uh, and it's clearly now very intentional that the writers were just keeping that character quiet until we sort of uh, woke the dragon, so to speak. I, I, see it. I think that's a that's a pretty good take, man. Because yeah, I, I feel agreed. I feel like it's I feel like it's two things. I feel like obviously from the writer's standpoint, you you don't want to show your hand too early, of course, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. but but also from a character standpoint, and a real thing that I feel like maybe we can relate to is like she has been forced into this position. Mm -hmm. Like, she, she has not had these dreams and these aspirations, and she is quite literally a bystander to, yeah. you know, her, her father's dreams and aspirations. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's kind of been operating like this empty shell, I feel yeah. like. 
Uh, and I feel like that's maybe what we've seen, and, and it hasn't been so entertaining or compelling as a viewer. Uh, but now I really, really, really get the sense that, like, like she, man, I caught some, like, badass vibes from her yeah. coming out in the, uh, the, during the, uh, the feast. Yes, like, I, I think she's going to be I think she's going to be a powerful character. I am I am buying the Allison stock like big time. Like yes. I, I completely agree with both of you. I think she was she was intentionally like written and portrayed as like a bystander. And we see even like, you know, her kind of realizing and coming to terms with that when she's talking with was it Laris Strong, who is the hand yes. son. I yeah, believe. son. Yeah. Uh. And he's like, oh, I just thought you might need an ally. And she's kind of like, I'm the queen. I have no shortage of allies. And he's just kind of like, okay, sure. (laughs) You keep telling yourself that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And it's like, you could almost see that realization on her face of like, yeah, who is on my side here? You know? Mm -hmm. And I think that was a, a big start of the shift of her like becoming you know less of a bystander and more of a player and i I hate to keep really interested in seeing where that goes go ahead chess uh i hate to keep drawing parallels to game of thrones but uh that whole conversation had a very various sort of a feel to it just the way he was planting those seeds uh was very reminiscent of when he would do that with like ned not as subtle as Varys, no, like, although Varys yeah, wasn't subtle with Ned because Ned doesn't understand because <laughs> Ned was so. too stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Bless your heart, old dead Ned. Old dead Ned. Yeah. Um. I I, I kind of scratched my head a little bit at at, uh, at Laris. Like I I couldn't tell. Oh, Larry. Yeah, old Larry. Oh, Larry. Uh, I cu- I couldn't really tell like what game he was playing or if he was playing yeah, a game sure. like, where does he of... fall into this yeah is he just a messenger is he you know what i mean like uh yeah i don't know i i would be interested to see like what role he plays or if he's just gonna be this kind of like you know uh pops out and is like hey i'm gonna deliver some info and, and then peace out yeah, yeah, yeah. um but it whatever it doesn't really take away from the fact that like the the dialogue that they had was great and um that is one thing that we the show as a whole, I think we, we've been high on this, but yeah. we need to shout it out explicitly. Like the dialogue in the show has been, has it's been, been fantastic. It's, it's been, it's been very... so good and so captivating and it can truly make or break a show. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I, I hate to, to compare here, but I like for those of you all out there watching, uh, the rings of power. I mean, I, I just, I haven't been entranced by yeah. a, a conversation, you know, between two characters, the way that any conversation in this show so far has, has made me feel. Um, so it's just super big kudos, man, <laughs> to, to the writers of house of the dragon. This has been so good. So, and just so fun so far. Uh, then we get to see Driftmark, which Again, I just, we've called it out many times, but, like, the set dressing and the production values, like, in this fucking castle are just, and like... the ships, ne- too, by the way. The sh- everything. Like, yes. just next level. Like, that castle looked so fucking cool. It looked like it had, like, a history and, like, its own whole vibe and just, like... Yes. It wasn't just a medieval castle, you know? Like, yes. I feel like we got a decent number of just very basic ass you know kind of what you would think of as medieval castles in game of thrones like this place was cool as hell and i was just like i was having trouble even concentrating on like the characters and what they were talking about because i just i was like looking all around the whole set on like i was like this place just looks rad uh yeah there was like that big long like uh, like, road, like, kind of through the water leading to it even. Like, yes. man, that just place was just cool, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely, man. You know, what's, what I think is, like, really cool and and exciting is earlier this season, so, like, in the, I think it was probably the first episode, I, th- I feel like you and I, Scott, we, we had a conversation about how 
we are a little worried and apprehensive because the show may be too narrow. Sure, yes. Um, and although it is telling a much more intimate and narrow story, which I have which I fully am grown totally, to, to... Yeah. Yeah, I have fully cool grown to that. love and appreciate and accept. Um, I, I can distinctly recall... I mean, take yourself back to when Game of Thrones was still airing and how there was, like like, a lot of buzz and excitement about like ooh, are we finally get gonna get to see like hightower or the sure, rock sure, sure. or yeah and i feel like already we're seeing more of westeros yeah uh in this show and it's not it's not as like centered right and like sure. uh and focused but we're seeing a lot definitely and I'm so here for it yes definitely then like one-to-one versus like the first season of, of yeah. game of thrones obviously another thing that i kind of want to call out and <laughs> in the way that they're telling that story in a more narrowed scope um i consider myself to be more of a casual watcher than the two of you so for people mm-hmm. who don't completely nerd out over all of the lore and and the entire world not that i don't but uh for people who are more casual watchers this is a much easier story to follow um it, it, it can be a little bit overwhelming with the billions of names in game of thrones and the billions of characters you have to become familiar with uh this is a much easier story to follow so uh inherently it's a much more engaging story um yeah and then of course we, we a- come here I this was the first time this episode uh on on the ship to to uh what's the name of the place? Drift, I'm already Driftmark. Driftmark. Uh I don't know how many times you thought Viserys was going to bite the bullet this episode, but I I I was so I think times. I must have counted like 5 or 6 times like <laughs> yeah, okay, it's so happening now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And and that was the first one for me. <clears throat> yeah, that's I, I like what you call that there a second ago, Chaz, because um about the narrower scope, like we talk a lot in our Game of Thrones recaps about like how like we love the scope, but also there are times when we're like, Oh, here's a fucking brand scene, like who gives a shit? Yeah. Or Dana oh who's here's Daenerys or here's Theon, we don't really care. This show is doing an excellent job of just narrowing the focus to like really good, interesting characters. To where it's like, oh, I care about all of this. Uh, yes, and exactly. That it's incredibly is, efficient. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is yes. what's been super fun uh, about this this first season and, and this episode especially. So, I, okay, so, I mean, do not a whole lot else on Driftmark. Um, I was, I was uh, interested to see uh Lenor is more interested in men than he is women. Mm-hmm. Uh we've all got that like, in common apparently. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh I was immediately like, oh this is great for Crisco and this is great for Lenor's yeah, lover. Dude. And and then I was like I kind of thought about it for a second. I was like that's not going to go over well with Crisco. Yeah. And then we and then it cuts to the scene where they're talking on the boat and I was like my guy is down bad, dude. He is down so bad. <laughs> At least, like, okay, so a couple things on our dude, Sir Crisco. Um, Mr. Vegetable a, Oil. First thing I just want to point out, he's he's looking great in this episode. Oh, like, yeah, my dude is. is hot. I don't know if we've called that out enough. No, uh, yeah, he, we should have. We should have. He looks, he just looks phenomenal throughout. He's a, he's a hot motherfucker. He I asked is, Amanda, I was like, you think he's hot? And she was like, are you high? Yeah. Um, yes. Second, I mean, also that bar is pretty low for Amanda Theon. Um, <laughs> wow. I don't think Amanda thinks Theon called high. out I mean, Adam Driver though. She does like Adam Driver. I a mean, lot of women like Adam. A lot Driver, of though. yeah. Adam Driver. Anyway, I don't know a single Amanda. one. Amanda, that's pretty funny. You do know a single one. That's my wife. It's Whoa. Amanda. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> my wife. Fuck no, man. we killed that joke. We it's killed that joke a long time ago. Secondly, shoot your shot, my dude. Way to shoot your shot, Sir Crisco. Be like, hey, I know you're set to be the queen and all, but what if you could marry me instead? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude. that's my goat right there. That's my yes. dude. Yeah, that Fuck was a yeah, real Pawn Stars moment. Best I can do is being homeless in <laughs> SOS. <laughs> Oh, you want queen? 
best I can do is beat homelessness. It, best I can do is this. Um, dude. Oh so my god. I I couldn't help but feel a little like. Like, really? We're going to do the whole, like, hey, how about we ride off into the sunset and get married together in yeah, a far, far away distant land? We're going to do that. We're going there. But it was saved entirely by her response and the turmoil that we could see. Because I, 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 I was, I kind of got taken out of the scene because I was like, that's a little, like, predictable and cliche and, like, a classic trope in any love story, right? Um, and it kind of, sure. like, it kind of took me out just a hair. And then she gives her response, and she's like, no, I, I am the crown. I am the crown. And yeah. this is bigger than me. This is bigger than any of us. And she tells him no, essentially, and he is... His world collapses. He, I mean, yeah, obviously our guy is down bad. You yeah. want me dude, to beat your whore? He, yeah. I know, right? Best I can do is make you my whore. Yeah. So I'll do you one better. You can be my whore. Man, uh, there could be a lot worse things for you, like my dude. Like, come on, like yeah. you're you're down bad. I, I for will no say, reason. I will say, like, I I have liked Crisco's character quite a bit, quite yeah. a bit. Excuse me, um, and I his response of like, like this is the highest honor that I've held, and like I I I've stained that, I've tainted it. Yeah. And, and he, I mean, he truly is heartbroken, like, for his, like, what he wanted to be a relationship, but also, like, for his honor and his house. And, I mean, that, that is important to him and to people in this, in this time. Yes. And, and he's an honorable person, clearly, you know? Well, my, my dude has honestly got, like, Sansa levels of naivete going on. Because he, first of all, when he shoots a shot is, is phenomenal. But then also then he's like his basically it seems like his whole rationalization for this was like, I dishonored my vow. I, you know, bloodied my cloak. This is all I have. Blah, blah, blah. I thought if I married you, I could make everything right. And it's like not really how that works, my dude. What fairy like you, tales are you reading? Yeah, my what, guy? what literal fairy tales are you reading? You already broke the vow. You'd just be breaking it again by like because Kingsguard served for life. So you yeah. just be breaking your vows more again to go run off with her, like yeah, yeah. Uh, Sansa yeah, levels of naivety from my dude here. I I agree, I agree. I I did think he is I on some some opium. Of this was, was a <laughs> yeah. this was a little it was a little cringe, and then I I couldn't help but think it was just some of the best comedy we've seen in this series when he has his meeting with. Uh, with Alicent, and he oh just my God, sells dude. the absolute yes. fuck on himself, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I was, I so saw that coming, too. It was just like I was watching a car wreck. I couldn't look away. I was like, oh, he's just, she's not dude, even talking about the, you, the, dude. The whole, like, but you're like, just like, going to volunteer the information, aren't you? You're just going to volunteer true. it. It's, it's true. true. I, I did, did it. <laughs> it's true. I fucking did it. I banged her hard. I banged her long and hard. Damn. Dude. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Yeah, from from the second that she like motioned to him to sit down, and he like took a couple steps, and she's like, she scoots over, and she's like, no, 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 here, she does, come here, come pat. sit here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, oh, fuck, dude, <laughs> you can tell, man, our guy is down bad. Yeah. yeah, 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 very good stuff. I loved their scene too. Um, and, and he's just like, just <laughs> again, just my dude is very much on the naive side i'm realizing where he's just like i just please don't torture me please don't kill me i just ask for an honorable quick death just like burying his soul and she's just like okay see ya ya. time to go (laughs) dude okay he's so confused all right so we get to the feast and was there anything I else? Sh- Did we miss anything else we need to talk? I feel like there was more. It's pretty much. Oh, just to the no. Feast now. This, we have to talk about Viserys and his gross ass arm. In oh, the right. Yeah, film. I my my no, actually, you're right. I did skip this. Dude, our guy Viserys ain't looking so hot. Dude, this was the biggest one. Chaz mentioned the like five times throughout the episode. When it like when he like closed his eyes, I know he was going to sleep and it like faded to white. I was like, no, he's gone. That's my last scene I get of him. No. 
Well, and and they, I think they did that super intentional too, because it even went yeah. to like a shot of clouds, and yes. you're like, oh, it was like oh, he's going no. up to heaven. His face even like, because it like did the whole like like double expo- exposure thing. Yes, where, like, yes, it yes, faded yes. Into the into the clouds, and his face was still kind of etched there. It was it yes. was like honestly kind of a little corny. <laughs> I, I was I like, fucking love my it. guy is gone. <laughs> Not my fucking guy. I do, I do want to talk a little bit more about this scene though, because I loved the conversation with ha- he had with uh, Lionel, uh-huh. where he's like asking about his legacy, basically more or less. Yes, and that's this is the crux of this character the character that I have found so interesting, so intriguing, where he has just he's just done his best. He's not been, like, some incredibly great king or grandiose or, like, he's not Aegon the Conqueror. He's not been a shit terrible king like the Mad King. He's just, he's kind of faced all these issues and he's just kind of, you know, he's just a man. Yeah. And he's, he's, he's done what he can. He's done what he's best. And he's kind of gotten this, this raw deal in a lot of ways. And Lionel is like, I, you know, I would say, hey, you know isn't peace you know worth worth something and you know it's kind of trying to reassure him but i just i love that that moment that we get from viserys where he's just questioning there, like, all there's of his life one choices. one piece of that conversation especially that stands out to me where he says something to the extent i'm, I'm paraphrasing here um i almost wish that i had been challenged right yes where i've been tested yeah i had been tested and see if I could rise to yada, 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 right? right. And Lionel Richie responds by telling him, uh, you know, many people that are faced with that type, like these types of challenges, wish in the end, had. they wish they never were. Yeah. Again, paraphrasing. And I love Viserys' response. He essentially says, you know, any other man would have sat there and told me and lied yeah. to me, basically, and told yep. me that I would have risen like Aegon the Conqueror to face my challenges, yada, yada, yada. And he's like, you, like you, essentially, you know, you know me. You know what I am. You know that that's not the truth, but you're, like, you're still here for me anyway. Yep. Uh, and it's just, I mean, look, we talked about this a million times. The dialogue in this show is just fucking through the roof. And their my performances. Guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did look it up, by the way. I, I am liking um, Lionel Richie quite a bit. Yeah. Uh, his name is Gavin Spokes. Good for good uh, on you, Gavin Spokes. Shouts to him because I yeah. know that his name is going to not be something that's like super remembered, but he deserves some credit. Sure. He's done great every time he's been on screen. Yep. Agreed. Um, now I think. I was I was a little confused uh, because of how much of a straight shooter Lionel is with Viserys. It that scene made me go back to what his son was doing earlier in the garden and you're like what the hell is the game here because it it seems like they're they're not simpatico here. Yeah, uh, he I and agree. his son. And I think I got I definitely got that sense that they are not working together or have a plan or anything like that yeah. together. Anyway. I um <clears throat> actually before we move to the to the uh the feast uh Scott you like you, just you talking about Viserys made me want to say this. I don't know if either of you guys have seen this. I think maybe Chaz I may have sent this to you, but um there was an interview with George Martin uh talking about like some of his favorite characters in the show. And he he, he he jokingly is like that's ask, that's like asking me you know like which one of my children I love the most you know um and he's like you would think or he's like traditionally I like the way that I write them and when they change yeah. them I don't uh, they change them I I prefer my way yeah but he's like the one time that I have been truly captivated is the way that Miguel uh, Sapochnik which is the the showrunner of House of the Dragon has crafted Viserys because Viserys is apparently, again, I, I don't, I have never read the book, but apparently is a much more straightforward, just weak character. He's weak and soft. I've heard um, that. And, and he's like, the way that he is written for the show is so much more um, human. And he, and mm-hmm. kind of like what you said, like he is just, he's a man he's struggling with decision. He's so much more conflicted and so much more interesting. And I, it's so it's so cool to see George Martin say that, 
because cool. it's one of the things that you and I, Scott, have been truly adoring about Patty Constantine's performance yep. of him is just how how normal, but just obviously not normal this man is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think, yeah, so. I think, I think that's exactly it. Like he is, he is almost an every man type character, but he's the king. So yeah. he's like, he's uh, so much more is expected of him. And, you know, we've yeah. joked about it in past episodes. It's like, obviously he's got this illness and a bunch of other shit going on, but like, Half the time, my dude just looks like he needs a nap. Just so bad. <laughs> he just needs a fucking nappy. Like, so many times throughout this episode, too, it's just like, oh, yo, just let my boy rest! Just yeah. let him rest! It's, uh, it's like, there, there keeps being uh, memes of the the Ben Affleck with the cigarette. Like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah, just... Dude, that is Viserys. Uh, yeah, so 100%. My favorite one is one that I shared with Zach earlier today. They said he saw, he's like, Viserys just wants to fucking play with his Legos and you guys won't leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's very good, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so look, I think, I think we're ready to talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. this, Let's this do feast, it. man. Um, so this there's is something that Allison's music I hear? Well, from the start of this scene, man, the there's the quick cuts to the hands banging the drums, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the the party kind of drum fun music. It goes through a couple different like movements in this, and it starts off light and fun and soft and whatever. Um, but it's it's still in your face. It's still like, hmm, like this is is a little much. You get the entrances right, which I haven't been a fan of House Valerian too too much so far. But their entrance was pretty powerful, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I liked that quite a bit. Um, and and just noticing like when Jason Lannister brings up like where's the queen I I wanted to like pay my courtesies or whatever the fuck he said and I was like man what like what is going on yeah dude that was the first I was like when they specifically called out like oh Allison isn't here that was when I was like what 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 something's she be gonna go on though? here like she's what is, she's what not is just Allison putting her cooking, makeup though? on you know right, what I mean right, she's exactly. some something's happening something's brewing like what do she be cooking though? Like, what is she? What is uh, she up to? I, I, um, okay, hold on. Before, before Allison even walks in, we get Damon's entrance, which oh, is right. yes, silent. There's no Super music cu- in this part. Excuse There's no music in this part. Supercuts Damon. Supercuts Damon. Title. True, true, yes, true, true, yeah. true. No music in this. He walks in and it is silent. And it is so awkward. It is so fucking awkward. And Viserys just kind of like motions to the seat. Like, yeah. uh, I hey. guess get him a chair. Damn. What? Re- this is such a small, tiny thing, dude. What really sold this for me is the super awkward, like, face scratch that Viserys does. Yeah, dude. Does. Yes, he's dude. Like, yes. Uh, and he's I like, noticed that too. Oh, shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> His mannerisms are on point, dude. I love so my guy Patty Considine. He's nailing it. Yeah, man. He I, does. I, and then and then he like later when he like when Allison comes in, he just turns to Lionel's like, the hell was I? What was I saying? What like, the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah, what the hell is going on? Um, so good. Okay. Hold up though, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, though. okay, okay, okay. I cannot believe we are like 30 plus minutes into this conversation and I have not brought up the fact that there is a new greatest character in game of Thrones history. And his name is Jason Lannister. (laughs) (laughs) This fucking guy is my dude. That joke he tells about like bad. (laughs) Oh, it's a good thing. The men go to war. The women would always be late to the battle. There's something (laughs) like fucking that. I was like this, my guy right here. He's corny as all hell. He's like, he's he's like if Edimir thought he was (laughs) Was rich, like was rich and like had way more self-confidence, like. (laughs) <laughs> Jason Lannister is my fucking dude, man. If our friends, and this is super specific and doesn't apply to most of the listeners, so I apologize, but if our friends were Game of Thrones characters, 
Uh, our friend Jeff is is Jason Lannister in that scene. You think so? Oh, no. Yes. No. I kind of like the dad this jokes. I kind of I mean, like Okay, the dad jokes, sure. No. He's, I don't know. He's not as arrogant as my guy Jason is. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Oh my god. We love Shout out. So he's so he sucks so hard. He's so stupid. And I love he's him. He's so death. fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's so dumb. Just dude. the best. He sucks. And I love him. Anyway, sorry, continue with what you were gonna say, Zach. Yeah, no, so so during uh Viserys' speech, uh Allison shows up. she she walks in man and i i just i need i need to say this for the record immediately i turned to amanda and i was like oh fuck she's wearing green oh fuck she's wearing green dude and she's like amanda's like like what and i was like well that's the high towers color like we've only seen her in black and red since they got married Dude, Scott laughed so hard he tw- he pulled his fucking. I missed fucking- everything you just said. He- I was saying you just laughed so hard you pulled your fucking headset. Yeah, under. Yeah, 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 I did. Uh, Dude, fuck, she's wearing green. Yeah, she- like Amanda's like, what do you mean? What's what's wrong with that? And I was like, well, no, it's just like that. That's gonna be a problem. Like that's, or I think it's just supposed to be like symbolic. Like that's the high towers color, and like and you-, you haven't. You said we, this before, my I guy Larry called it out. I, okay, hold on. What I I want to clarify here, I was like, that's just the high towers color. Like we've only seen her in like, like, like blacks and reds or black and red, like for Targaryen since she got married to whatever his fuck, and whatever his fuck, and uh, and then immediately after that, they're like they give us the info about like how it's kind of like a like a call to arms in essence, sure. uh, and I was like, oh. That's even more than what I like. I was just like, it's just symbolic, right? Like the the house colors is very sure, sure, like. Sure. I in thought your she face. was just being a rebel. Um. Well, I I just thought like, oh, this is a visual representation of her like turn, which I think it still is, but it's more meaningful yeah. now because I didn't realize that like that's like that's Zach, how they would interpret it. Zach was just critiquing her outfit as like as like a oh. you know a fashion critic like man you, know, you wearing green she's wearing green right. She's wearing How white after Labor Day. <laughs> what a fool. Doesn't she know this is a wedding? <laughs> She's she wearing know? green so Viserys can go ahead and die. <laughs> Do it, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Um, oh, that's the best I could do. Sorry, uh, listeners. Yeah, who invited this guy? Oh, my God. Oh, I'm pointing the wrong way. Dude, that's still... Oh fuck! She's wearing green. It's Yo, like I straight up I said that shit, and Amanda was like, "It's funny because Amanda's like holding her blanket and like pillow, and she's like, oh, why? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? What? Huh? And I was just like, no, it's just so this. This means it's a problem. Funny. Like, like she's you know, it's not the Targaryen color and yada yada yada. Um, that was like one of the things because I called Zach because I didn't know who else to call and I figured Scott might still be watching the episode because of work. Yeah. So that was like one of the first things Zach said on the phone call. Dude, she was, was wearing like, green. Dude, <laughs> Dude she was wearing. Saw that shit. Oh my god. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Um, yo, this, like, this escalates quickly. Also, like, this and is definitely the really anchor main meme. Of like, that really got out of hand fast. <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, one hell of a fucking like tension roller yes. from from the second she walks it. Well, honestly, yeah. even since before, because of Damon's entrance, it's just like yeah, the yeah, music stops. Damon's. It starts bu- building the tension, and and then this same this song Scott that starts playing. Is it the choral song? Well, no, not yet. It it's still just the <laughs> Fuck. the sea anemone song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but- <laughs> Great Barrier Reef song. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, it, no, it's just we keep start, like we keep getting those cuts, dude, to the drums banging. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it's just like building and getting faster and getting louder. And this dance is going, and it's like ha ha ha, fun, so happy. And then yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. not so fun and happy. It, it's so much tension. It almost reminds me of Dunkirk, the way that the music is done in this. Like it's just so okay, like invigorating. And like, I can see uh, where you're coming from, anxious. but I don't know if I, 
Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. I don't know if I can fully get behind it as far as that goes. I just have a... I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I have a quick uh, comment here. Um, Westerosi dancing is dumb. Like, they... Oh, yeah. <laughs> their dances are stupid as hell, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They look real dumb doing those dances. Uh, yeah, I was I, kind I'm of mesmerized of by that. Yeah, I'm, I'm more of a fan yeah. of uh, Heath Ledger and the Knight's Tale. It's fucking... Yes, him. that's yes. There you go. <laughs> that's that's the reference right I brought. There. I bring you for Chaz. That's that's my guy right there. Uh, uh, yes, but like just like once, like the fight breaks out. I I love the way they did this about like how they kind of showed flashes of who was involved. The the very quick rapid cuts here I thought were absolutely phenomenal because it was like. Oh shit! Okay, uh, so Kristen is involved. Like he's fighting someone. Is it Damon? Like, oh fuck! What's going on? Is was he like trying prying Damon off of her? Like, where's Damon at? And then like you get like oh like, uh, Rhaenerys is like shoved to the side, and Lainor is shoved to the side, and then it cuts back to the head table, and Viserys is like, what the fuck is going on? And it was just <laughs> like, it it was so effective. It just like like you said, building that tension, Zach, and being just like what is happening i i need to yes. show me show me what is fucking happening yes just edging me on over here and then it was just like not what i expected so it's a lot of a lot of stop and go if you don't yeah yeah a lot of a lot of stop and go action <laughs> and um do we think and it was just it was not what i expected at all i truly no. thought he was fighting damon do we think uh, Sir Crisco might have overreacted a little bit? I think he might have overreacted. <laughs> Look, we, we've seen this. So, like, a couple parallels here. We've seen oh this God. with uh, with Rhaenyra when she kills the boar. Oh, I mean, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. way less, way less, like, interested in that scene. But, like, that was obviously a very personal experience for her, right? She yeah, was taking yeah, yeah. out a lot of anger and, like, she was upset with herself, upset with her situation and whatever. And I mean, it's it's kind of the same thing for 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 vegetable oil over here, Crisco, my guy. That seems um, like, I yeah, mean, but just like, why, my dude? Like taking your anger uh, out on the wrong person is one thing, dude. But this guy was literally missing his face by the time this was said and done, dude. Holy shit! <laughs> he I he went hard. My understanding of it could totally be misplaced. Is that he? I think, like, just in his, like, whether it's heartbreak or reluctance or just, like, whatever he's feeling right now. His I sexual think, frustration because he's not getting that good good anymore. Well. <laughs> I think he could. I mean, was the... <laughs> no, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I really think that, like, his, his <clears throat> interpretation of this is, like, I'm not going to be doing that with, with Rhaenyra. Like, like, that was a mistake. I've dishonored right. myself. And, like, I'm not going to let her husband do that to her. Right. Is, is kind of how I interpreted it. Almost of uh, him going super hard on the being her protector role. Like, I, see, and I don't think it came from a place of protection. Like, initially, I could see why well, you no, would I... think that, but uh, I, I didn't get that vibe at all. I, I more got the impression, sure. like, dude, he's just, he fucking snapped. And and this guy gave him, him a fucking Obviously, reason, dude. He, he gave snapped. him a reason. He's like, all right, dude, that's all I needed. Um, yeah. I, I don't feel like it was out of a place for protection. Like, oh, this guy knows her secret and we have to protect it. No, no, no. no I don't no, think no, it was no. that. Not, not, no, 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 no. And I see what you're saying as, as far okay. as just protecting her virtue more is, is what you're saying. <clears throat> yeah, uh, more of just like a yeah, super... Like 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 you said he definitely cracks and it's just like probably somewhere in his mind there's just like this hyper reaction to i have to protect her and her feelings from yeah this yeah. you know other lover of her husband type thing yeah yeah, yeah. i think it was just an overreaction <laughs> okay. classic overreaction <laughs> i i have classic. got to i have got to say this man the so so this music starts playing, Scott. And um Is it choral music? The, the choral <laughs> Coral Coral Uh the choral music starts playing and it's got this just 
beautiful piano melody. It is mm-hmm. gorgeous, man. It's one like I mean, this gave me flashes to the winds Light of, of winter. Light of the seven, as in, Light yeah. of the seven, winds of yeah, winter yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean it was. I it was, was thinking gorgeous. the exact same thing. And we get this vibes. cut, and maybe one of my single favorite shots in this in both series ever is Kristen Cole kneeling down at the God's Wood with mm-hmm. the moon shining behind the tree. It is gorgeous. One hell of a fucking shot, dude. It yep. is, it looks so fucking good. Uh like that needs to be somebody's wallpaper somewhere. It was just so powerful. <clears throat> it was very good. The the shot that really resonated with me in this end scene was the at the very end when they're having the the very you know joyous weddings are always joyous occasions and this one of blood. more more joyous than most for sure. The but rat? yes, like yes, the very backed out shot. So you get like in the background. I believe at that point, uh, Viserys had collapsed. So yes. it's like all of them up there, and yeah, there's the blood from what had happened previously, the previous carnage, the the coal carnage. Uh, Have and you guys? The, yeah, just like the rat, and just like it was just framed very well, and just like super cool shot. That Have you guys picked up on all of the sequences involving rats? Um, like so, so one of the two oh, sequences yeah, specifically come to mind. Uh, as Rhaenyra is leaving for her night out on the town with Damon before she's... Never mind. Um, but as she's walking past... Um, oh, what's the huge dragon skull that's there in the... Balerian. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, there's, there's there two rat rats there. on, on the dragon skull. And then later on, shortly after, Rhaenyra makes the reference, like, I don't want to just be somebody's, like, baby factory. They show Alicent, and then there's a rat at the bedpost... And it to it's, me it sort of signifies up on, the, on the banister, like yeah, on the yeah, yeah. Right. Like, and to me it sort of signified like where you see rats is what like the destiny of each character is. Um, with Rhaenyra intended to be on dragons, um, and Alicent intended to be in beds, um, making heirs. I just there's been a lot of references to rats, yeah, and I think they come at really crucial parts. I I, th- I think there's definitely hmm. some type of like. <clears throat> intention behind that. That's a good call out. Now I hadn't thought about. Are that the rats actually. wearing green <laughs> symbolism? True. Fuck. Are the rats wearing green? Um, what what happens just before that uh, that puddle of blood and rat scene or shot is the music cuts right when Alicent calls out to Sir Kristen. Is it choral uh, music? Like he he's about he's about to kill himself. Yeah, I mean he really is about to like put it in his belly, yeah. and she just says Sir, Sir Kristen, and the music cuts and like it he looks up and it's it's just her standing there yeah. in the moonlight, and that also is just beautiful. Yeah. It, I I, mean, I really thought he was gonna do it. Like I thought, I thought he was too. Was, I thought it was over for our boy Sir Crisco. How do we um, think Allison plays this card? I, I, I really want to know your guys' thoughts on what she does with this information. or I mean, like, she has major dirt on Renera, obviously, yeah. now. Uh, Renera's yeah, only mean, choice is going to be to get with Damon, like, I feel like. Like, that's, yeah. that's her only but option how? at this point. Listen, da- Supercuts Damon killed his wife. He'll find a way to kill her husband. <laughs> like, he'll, he'll get it done. Or, or Alicent... Uh, drives that wedge uh, between between them. She's you know she is not quote pure right. Right, um, sure that could be too. Yeah, that that could that could be a part of it. But I I do think I agree with you, Scott. I do think I mean we've said this for for a while now that I I feel like she's gonna end up with Damon in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be interesting though because like if if she ends up with Damien, what kind of rift does that cause between? House Valerian uh, and Damien. House Valerian. I mean, that's a big army that they need, or big navy that they need, um, and half of the dragons. Not to mention, if I'm not yeah. mistaken, doesn't the daughter of the the, the sister um, ride the biggest dragon uh, alive at the time? Didn't I hear that somewhere? Uh, probably not as important, but 
No. No, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. One of them One of them's like missing Vagar. And Vagar Right, Vagar, right, Scott? I think so. That sounds right. Viserys, Viserys was the last writer of Vagar, right? Isn't that what he said in like the second episode? And Vagar is like currently just kind of a wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. That, that's got to be either way. That, that's got to be the biggest current one because that would be the oldest. I would yeah. assume. Either way, you're absolutely right. Like I, I don't, and I guess that's where the the huge conflict where you could even say it's some oh shit sorry where it's even like somewhat of an evenly matched fight is you know House Valerian versus House Targaryen. Um, sure. And then some of the other houses support but like, whoever, but that's the only way to keep this even somewhat of a fair fight. That's well. That's like the whole thing is like, I don't know how these lines are drawn because it would seem like, at first, like the way I see this going, and maybe I'm way off, but like, Valerion would go in one direction, uh, Rhaenerys and Damon would go as like a second faction but then you've also got like Alicent and Aegon as like you know the current reigning champions you know the ones almost holding the throne so it's just I just don't know where I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know which side Valerian lands on between do you think that it's two. that it's going to be a two-sided war it might not be and that's the whole thing yeah like that's I was thinking about that too I just, it could well be a three, you know, or even more, like, th- conflict. Uh, and I think whichever way Valerian goes is, is going to be... I feel like Valerian's got the cards, man. Like, they're, they're the ones that come out on top in, in that situation, just because they have half the dragons. They've got the navy. Yeah. Um, and through I the right also, marriages, they can they can easily secure a huge army. Right. We didn't talk and about L- it much. Lena wed the Bravosi person, right? Did she? I don't think so. Are you ta- is that the the daughter, the younger? I think I think so. Yeah, I think that, that was maybe she did. Well, also, Damon was macking on her pretty hard too. <laughs> no, that was that was what, a, that what? was the older one. They're, they have three kids. Oh, okay. What do we think? Wasn't that the one that Viserys was gonna wed? No, I guess it's a different one. Yes. I guess not that much time has passed. I was thinking more time. No, yeah. yeah. So, so I don't know the name of the older one, the one that Damon was dancing with, but uh, the younger one, Lena. I so I, I obviously I could be totally mistaken. If I am, somebody out there, let us know. But I'm pretty sure that Lena. Was betrothed to somebody from some Bravos. prince, yeah. And then, see, and I uh, thought they were twins, Lena and Lenor. I don't think they are. I mean, again, could be wrong, but I don't know. No, he's got. She, I mean, she, Lainor, they, she's much older, older now, though. Like she, it's probably around the same age as Lenor. Lenor. Whatever. Ooh, little, uh, it doesn't matter. It, yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, what I was gonna say was, I did find it. A little interesting. We didn't talk about this much, uh, but from like the Valerian, is it Rainies? Right, is the princess the other princess? Yeah, Rainies. She didn't seem to be like super down for this. She like was just kind of like, we're just putting our son in danger type situation. Yep. And well, like, she sees I, I she sees what's going to happen. Yes. Right. I I agree with you, Zach. I I think that's. I think she's a interesting underrated character and i would like to see more yeah i want to see more of her i i want to see like more of like her decisions instead of her just kind of like being there on the sideline because i i think that she will make some crucial decisions in this show uh but i i love that she was like that is that is something that i myself have put behind me like right right, when will you you know like It's just a good character moment. I that's like that. Good, I, 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 I really, really appreciated that. Because um, sure. I have been wondering, like, what is her stance on all this? So, so well, yeah, because he was not letting that shit go from, it was no. episode two or three. He, this isn't even the first mention of it. Yeah, I mean, he, he hasn't let it go since she was snuffed to the throne. Snuffed to the yeah. throne, like, very first scene of episode one, yeah. yeah. Um, do we think... Ep- the next episode just starts with Viserys's dead funeral, gone. or will he be like still in the process of 
dying. I think this is where we see the the flash forward in time, and I think they skip all of that altogether. And I, I know I think you. I think we're gonna get a funeral. You think so? That. I think so. I think it'll probably start with his funeral, which just yeah. makes me so sad. <laughs> That's my boy, Patty. They killed my, my boy. boy. <laughs> my boy, Patty. Um. Uh, all right. If yeah. this is the last we see of him, R.I.P. to my fucking guy. Uh, but I mean, we all knew it was coming. Everyone and their grandmother knew it yeah. was fucking coming. It was only a matter of time. His oh, arm yeah. looked so gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I am curious. I feel like we're at this point of the episode. Uh, who who won for you guys? Who who is oh, who is the winner of this week's episode? No. Supercuts Damon? I don't know. I'm I'm killed, all in on Supercuts Damon and I'm I'm Very saying it's I don't think it was Supercuts Damon. I mean who do you think? Uh who yeah, who would it Allison? It might Maybe be Allison. Allison. Okay, I gotta I gotta briefly call out my boy Marcus here because he has been every time I brought up Allison, he's been like so against it and like hating on me so much, so now, now who's wrong, Marcus? Like, Allison's really coming into her own. Okay. So. I mean, this is an obvious answer. It's Jason Lannister. Jason Lannister, yes. Jason Bravo. Lannister, true. Jason fucking Lannister. Uh, that joke no. was goaded. I don't know that I give it to Viserys this week. I, I, don't, I don't think it's Viserys' that. I mean, I, clearly. I mean, he's it's definitely not his week. <laughs> he uh, literally might have died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think it, it's Allison. It, it should be. It should be Rhaenyra, but the uncertainty takes it away from her. Cause, like, what? Who knows what's gonna happen after this? Yeah, dude, uh, she was like sobbing at her wedding. I don't think it's her. <laughs> uh, no, I I think it's Allison. It's Allison's I think episode. It's definitely Allison. She, hardly, I, I, I mean, could get not much that, dialogue, yeah. but she played a yeah. very easy fiddle uh, when it comes to to Crisco, but she still played it. Yes. Um. <laughs> Made it's definitely not there. Sir Crisco. I think we can all agree yeah. on that. <laughs> My dude but, is in shambles over here. Dude, I I um I really hope that that music that we heard is like her music. Like that would be cool. Like I hope that's her theme or like her uh motif. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, what, dude! I'm gonna go do- listen to that. <laughs> What do we what do we rate this episode, boys? I'm gonna say a nine five. Chaz. The more we've talked, I I would have said a ten before this episode, but you guys have called out a few things that that take it out of a perfect ten. So I'm I'm we with have? Zach on this one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm with Zach on this one at a nine five. Uh, and I, I want to say this is, in my opinion, the best episode of House of the Dragon. I think that's without question in my mind. Yeah. Um. I, I don't want I, I was leaning nine five, but I don't want recency bias to like sway me too much. But I don't want to agree with you guys. No, 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 it wasn't that at all. It wasn't that at all. I, I honestly had nine five in my head, but it could be just I'm super hype in the moment. Uh, I'll go nine because I wanna. I I think it could be even better. All this episode was real good. It was it was in, it was insane, man. Legit. I I'm gonna watch it probably a couple more times this week. And Chaz kind of kicked it off strong by saying it it could be in the conversation of one of the better Game of Thrones. Yeah. And and I I think I think that's a very real conversation. I I don't I think, think that that's is. outlandish at all. It's I, it is incredible. You know what's wild is me being like the serial rewatcher amongst us. I have not rewatched a single episode of this show yet. Interesting. Uh, which is a little odd for me. Definitely won't, I think, be rewatching episode four ever again. Um, this one just makes me feel like that episode was even worse in comparison. <laughs> uh, but man, this episode was good. It was yeah, real fucking shit. good. Okay, so we're so- we're in agreement. Allison wins the episode, and I think we have a uh democratic ruling here uh nine five yeah we'll we'll go with nine five i'm nine five all around i'm very good with nine five <laughs> you're good with a solid nine five <laughs> <laughs> all 
I'd like I to mean, see the things that you before can do this with episode, the 9-5. Before this episode, it was closer to like a 7-5, dude, but this, this episode brought out an extra two in me. I don't know what to say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I highly final... doubt it was a 7-5. <laughs> did you have final thoughts, Jesse? My boy? girlfriend's listening like, you fucking liar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh... I I love Damon, man. Uh, Damon is supercuts. Is... Damon, please no, 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 no. give him no, 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 no. his proper title. Hashtag uh, riding rope um, since the beginning, bro. Okay. Riding uh, rope. Yeah. Riding rope. That's a good hashtag. That's yeah. a good hashtag. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, I think we're gonna go ahead and call it there, guys. We appreciate you all for listening. And uh, if you guys are new here, hit the like and subscribe button so you can continue and follow along the rest of this journey with us. And uh, be sure to hit us up on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at We Don't Want a Pod. Uh, we'll have links to all that fun stuff down below. Appreciate you guys, and we will see you all next time. And thank you for joining us, Chaz. We love oh, you. Thanks for having Yeah, yeah, formalities. Zach, you're a dick. <laughs> titles, titles, titles. Chaz, we love you, buddy. We appreciate you having, uh, being on the pod with us. So. Uh, appreciate you having me on, as always. And we're going to talk about this constant slander uh, on the next episode uh, that I am featured on. Cause... Nope, cut it. That's it. Yeah, no, out. We're out. Get out. Get out. <laughs>